all you podcasters in indie pod land i hope you are all doing great today feeling great being great exfoliating great i don't know i don't know where it's from uh and and just you know helping other people be great that's 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 what i hope that you're up to today and if not i hope you're relaxing i hope you're taking the day off and enjoying the be- well at least it's beautiful here i don't know wherever you're from wherever you're living please pop it in the chat so that i know drop it in the chat below where uh you are watching and listening from if you are watching and listening live want to uh find out what is going on over in your world because today is figure it out friday so we uh we answer questions we look at the week in review as far as what we've talked about over the course of this week in on in and on the indie pod daily um show so looking at uh what's you know what we talked about what we're going to be talking about in the next couple days hey what's going on it is a gore it is a gorgeous day out there sharon good to see you here uh if you know so if you have any questions please drop it in the chat um and and i will be happy to answer because this is the free coaching friday known as figure it out friday uh I feel like the name needs it's it's tough. Free coaching Friday sounds uh, like a lot of other people use that same thing. I like to figure it out Friday, but the it doesn't it doesn't state that it's free coaching. So I've been kind of playing around with that a little bit. It's part of the whole like like I said uh, back on Monday uh, with my uh, fire ready aim uh, approach to how I do things. So sometimes we don't you know we don't wait around to figure out what the best name or the best thing is. Uh, that we could possibly have we just roll with what we we got where we're at so uh so yeah so this this week if you have questions again please pop them in the chat below um if you have questions uh, yeah if you have questions the uh for a week in review this week we started out talking about the fire ready aim where i discussed you know how i think and i just i try to you know, throw things together and, and get it going. And then I figure out like, okay, now I think I'm ready to like take that next step. And then I start aiming and, uh, and yeah, that's, that's, I mean, you should go check out that episode for more of an explanation than that. But, but that's what we talked about on Monday. On Tuesday, we talked about the venerable and I've been using them for a long, a long, long time. The sure SE 215s absolutely love these headphones. Uh, I'm not using them right now. Cause I, um, I got I got to put the foam tips back on because th- these these plastic tips are just they're, they're killing my ears. It's it's not very comfortable. But with the foam tips, I thought I would try something different because uh, I I also have some uh, and I don't really want to open them, but uh, some wireless uh, headphones earbuds that I use as well. But I can't monitor my sound. Well, I can. It's just it's like on like a really bad delay. Uh, I can't easily monitor my sound with that. So. Um, which goes into what we're going to talk about tomorrow on Scholarship Saturday, which I haven't figured out when, when exactly that's going to be uh, because of the fact that we're doing a live virtual conference. In fact, I didn't even mention it yet, that we are doing a live free virtual conference podcasting for beginners on June 13th. That is the next virtual conference. You can totally join for free. Go to Indie podcasters.com slash virtual to get more all the information we have over 20 podcast 
excuse me, 20 podcasting experts that will be joining us live here in the Indie Pod group. And uh, looking forward to that. Uh, as well as, if you haven't heard, Indie Pod University is uh, it's open. It's 100 plus hours and growing, including this video right now getting dropped into the Indie Pod University. Go to IndiePodUniversity.com. Get a free seven day trial. Uh, when you sign up, it's uh, it, it, everything you're looking for for podcasting resources is in there. And it's not just about from me. It's from all the other podcasters that have attended all the other MapCon events, all the other uh, icon event, you know, icon events, virtual events. And then all of these daily videos are being dropped right over there on that site as well. Um, so yeah, today, if you're just tuning in, uh, I want to know where you're, where you're watching from, uh, drop it in the comments below and today is figure out Friday. So if you have a podcasting question that's been burning inside of you, let it out, let it out, let it sing in the chat. And I will, uh, I will attempt to do my best answer for it. So on Wednesday, we talked with Karen Yankovich about building your personal brand using LinkedIn. A lot of people have kind of overlooked, uh, LinkedIn over the years and, um, you know, especially if you're, if you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm a personal brand. So like, I need to be on Twitter. I need to be on Instagram. I need to be on Facebook. But as it turns out, LinkedIn is a great opportunity for you to get networked with the movers and the shakers who have the monies, uh, to, to pay you. And that, uh, that is an opportunity that you, you should be taking up on. Uh, so go check that episode out. It was Wednesday, Wisdom Wednesday with uh, with Karen Yankovich, LinkedIn expert. On Thursday, on Thursday we did training Thursday, and we talked to Jenny Ren Stotrup. Uh, she uh, she was uh, well. It, it kind of came out really quick when we were when we were talking. Like I went to go Google for her site, grittybirds.com. I couldn't find it. Not on the second page of Google. <laughs> like. It wasn't showing up, so uh, we we diagnosed like some of the things that she needs to do to get that on there, and you know help build out a little bit of an idea of like okay, like she wants to find somebody uh, to to help her build her website out. So if you're that person that wants to help her uh, build out her podcasting slash business website, uh, please shoot shoot me a message or shoot me a message in the chat. We'll get you linked up, and uh, and she she can uh, you know she can you know should be able to work with you and make that happen. Uh, so yeah, so that, that brings us to today, um, where I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, if, you know, in case, in case there was no questions, cause you don't, if you're not asking questions in the chat, then, uh, figure it out. Friday Q and a is going to be mighty short. So ask your questions in the chat. No, uh, <laughs> what, what, um, what I wanted to talk about today was, uh, like really looking at who you're your target, uh, bases. Cause it came up in conversation yesterday with Jenny. Like if you, if you didn't get a chance to watch it, totally understandable. It was like over an hour and 20 minutes or 15 minutes or something like that. And, uh, effectively one of the things that she said at the end really stuck with me because I have, uh, experienced that as well, where, you know, your community might be filled with a, one type of set of people who are following you and, and being a part, you know, a part of the, the community. But then it turns out you have this whole other sub, like this whole other section of people who are the ones that are actually paying for you to be on, you know, to, to, to like, they're paying, you know, they're, they're actually sending you money and hiring you for stuff like that. Um, 
yeah so that's that's exactly like that's what uh i wanted to talk about a little bit today but we got our first question here What's up, Kamari? Uh, let's see. He asks, what are you using to stream? Looks like you are broadcasting with a DSLR camera. Well, that is a great, first off, great question. And second off, a uh, a great astute uh, observation here. Yes, I am using a DSLR. Well, it's not a DSLR. It's a mirrorless DSLR. I am using the Canon. I actually have one right here in front of me. So I'm using the Canon M50. Uh, I am using StreamYard uh, to stream this currently. That's the the software uh, that I'm using. But the Canon M50 is one of the softwares or one of the cameras that Canon has opened up. Uh, let's see, EOS webcam. Let me share my screen here so I can pull this up here. So, uh, oh, thank you very much. Um, I hope I, I hope I said your name right, uh, Kamari. I think I, I I would think that's how you would say it, but I'm not not certain. Um, so they have beta software uh, available for you to go and download, and it's available now on the Mac. So if you uh, had heard about this and you didn't you know, weren't able to get in on because you had a Mac, they now offer Mac support uh, for the software. So effectively, you don't need uh, a stream car, you don't need a, a like a four um, an Elgato like 4K cam link or Camlink 4K, whatever they call it. You just need the camera. You need a way to power it. So I, I, in my case, I have a dummy battery. I don't have one in front of me. Um, so you're saying, uh, Kamari says, man, I use StreamYard. I got to work on my luck. Yeah, so you can you can definitely do that by using the branding button. Uh, you can change the colors. Like here's like the minimum look. The minimal look I use the color so it, it pops a little more uh, and then you can use the overlay so like I use it to like throw up hey this is a free podcast coaching with Super Joe Pardo and figure it out Friday uh, or like hey I'm doing a, a master uh, master live streaming in four weeks with Ross Brand or I'm doing the master your virtual conference in four weeks uh, with Tim Gillette like th those things or hey you would check out independent podcast university which you can totally get over 100 hours of educational videos starting at 9.99 a month um, so I use the overlays and then I use the backgrounds as well to help uh, sometimes tell the story. So if I want to put like fireworks in the background, like I got to, you got to find your own fireworks. Uh, plus you have the branding, the low, you know, you put your logo up in the top and you change your colors. Um, you said, Oh, cool. Glad I'm usually really, I'm, I'm going to give myself some things. I'm usually really bad at saying names. Um, let's see. I have a Panasonic. Kamari says I have a, uh, a Panasonic G7 and I got a cam link. It's okay, but I got to work on it. So with it, what lens are you using with the Panasonic G7? G7 is a great camera. I, I had one for um, a little while, uh, but I ended up returning it and I return a lot of things. <laughs> it's like no, you know, in fact, that's one of the things I'm, I'm thinking about doing is a, as a tech channel where I talk about the things that I buy and then if, if I'm going to send it back, I, 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 some of my friends have, have decided to call me, send it back, send it back, Joe, uh, because I do send a lot of things back. Uh, so it's the 14 to 42. Okay. So, so that's a 28 to, uh, 84 millimeter lens. What's the uh, F stops on it? Um, let's see. I use StreamYard, but I haven't got to all of that, uh, that at all, or haven't got to all that at all. He says, um, so Yes. Uh, so like, anyway, if you have a Canon camera, uh, in the meantime, while he's answering that question, you can't, oh, that, okay. He says he doesn't know. Well, look on the camera, look on the lens and you're going to see somewhere where it says like, 
I don't know which lens you specifically have. Um, so I would look at the, you look at like the, it'll say like two to four. I'm not, let me, let me see. Um, I could probably look it up real quick. 14 to 42, uh, was it L mount? L mount? No. Micro four thirds. Let's see. So this, so, uh, okay. So uh, it might be the kit lens that you have, uh, the 3.5 to 5.6. Uh, I'm wondering if, if, is it the kit lens that came with the, the camera itself? Um, cause you can, is, you know, F3.5 isn't terrible. Like I can, uh, I can actually show you if I, let me hide off my screen here. If I, uh, so can I click here? Ah, uh, here we go. So like F3.5. So that's F3.5. So if you have it at the widest, as long as you have a lot of light around you, you know, you see it's, it's getting a little grainy on me there, uh, grainier than it was because I'm running at now I'm running at 2000 ISO, which still looks good. Background isn't as blurry. You got to remember, this is like a 32 foot room. So with most of the room behind me, so you have to keep in mind, like that's, that's a thing. So once I you know, if I, if I drop this back down, this lens is at F 2.0. So you can really see the let the difference here in, uh, like the background coming, you know, coming into focus. See, like, you know, you can start to see like the whole background, but now I'm at F 10. Uh, it's to me, well, I'm here. I mean, I'm looking at it like as a clean setup, like I'm not looking at it through the, the lens of the internet. Um, so that's F F 10. But yeah, so you, you want to be, you want to be at like F3, 3.5 still looks pretty good, right? Like a little more, less blurry background. Um, but your F3.5 is going to be even less blur or even less like, uh, bokeh or, or blurry because of the fact that you're, you're, you're using a micro four thirds sensor. So it's smaller. It's uh, half, it's, it's half the size of, um, of full frame. So full frame is like this. You're like, like, like that. Um, and I'm on a APS-C sensor. So it's a, it's bigger than, than the micro four thirds sensor. So I'm going to bring it back down to F 2.0. Let's see, crank it back down. And now, now I'm at 200 ISO, 640 ISO though. My chest is in focus and not my face. Oh, there we go. <laughs> So, uh, well, thank, thank you, Kamari. So, yeah, so those, um, those are things you can do. Uh, like I said, the, so if you have a Sony camera, depending on what Sony camera you have, uh, a, like, uh, APS-C, you know, mirrorless DSLR, you can get this look as well, depending if you have the right, like fast, fast enough lens, um, you know, F 1.8, F 2, F uh, 2.8 is generally considered fast or fast enough to get that look. Um, and if you have, you know, like I said, they just came out with this software like a month ago, because otherwise you need to use what like Kamari has, which is the, he has the cam link. I have a cam link as well under my desk, but part of the problem is, is getting a clean HDMI output. So it's no, I, I don't think there's any easy way for me to show you what this looks like, but I have 
all of the settings, like I have the screen flipped out and right next to the camera, I have all of the settings. Um, I can see the box, what's in, you know, what's being pulled into focus. I have my rule of third. So I know like, Hey Joe, you, you gotta, you should sit up a little bit, you know, and, uh, and put yourself so that you're filling the frame more. Cause if I slouch, start slouching back, like this, you know, I look tiny, like I'm six foot two. <laughs> like I gotta, I gotta, you know, fill the frame up here. I want to, I want to, sit up proud and tall so also helps you project as well um so those are you know those are some things that you can you can do uh if you have one of those cameras a canon one of these camera canon cameras laying around you absolutely could hook it up and hook it up to your computer and get a clean video feed without costing you any extra money which is the reason that i'm absolutely using this camera all the time because if i switch like i could switch over to my logitech c920 which hey looks pretty good it's not bad i mean i've used it for years and years and years now and it still looks it's it's a good it's a nice wide angle lens you know, it's great. You you know, you're getting like a lot of the room in and all that, but it's, it's compared comparatively speaking, it's really soft. So if you already have the stuff, like if you already have this kind of equipment laying around and, and the software is available to you, like I, I would absolutely not hesitate to try to set it up to use it. Now you still need a, an easy way of mounting it, which, which truth be told, like there's a reason why I, ha I hadn't been doing uses because I didn't want all these extra like an extra arm with extra wires and all this stuff. Um, how are you? How am I switching? Well, I am switching uh, using just just going into the cam mic button. Uh, if I let me see, I could go over here. So if I just go to cam mic and just change my camera. Now, one thing that I do. Uh, oh, you can't see that. My bad. Um, one, like just go here to the cam mic button and I just change my camera. But one thing that I will do, do from time to time is I will open up a, uh, yeah, I mean, C920 is good, man. I, I you know, it's easy. It's plug, it's plug and play. Right. And that's, if, if, if the tech's going to get in the way for you, then it's not worth like going out of your way to like prevent yourself from doing more live streaming. So what I'll do from time to time is I'll open up a second window, an incognito window. Um, let's see, uh, is it, oh, there we go. So I'm going to change my camera over to my C920, change it to 720p, enter broadcast. I got to mute the tab so that I'm not hearing the talk back there. And then I can add it. Oh, I got to mute that too. There we go. So now it's mute, you know, so I'm muted and you have both the side view. And then if I open up the Logitech, uh, like camera software like this, I can, uh, change it to, I usually have it in black and white, but because Logitech doesn't know how to like save settings on a, for a camera apparently without opening the software. Cause I guess they don't have any chips on the, on the camera that they sell for 50 bucks. I kind of don't blame them. Um, you know, so I could have this side view as well as, as my main camera, uh, which is, is just super helpful. Like, um, like I was saying earlier, I, I, I'm thinking about doing uh, more tech reviews, not just Tech Tuesday, because Tech Tuesday is like really focused on like content creation and stuff like that. But, you know, reviewing other stuff that isn't necessarily content creation stuff, but is tech related. And 
uh, in doing so, I, you know, could easily like use this. Like I'm thinking about how, how do I create like a live production without like, okay, I shot all this video. Now I need to sit down on my computer and I need to edit, you know, uh, you know, an hour's worth of video down into like a 10 minute review. I, yeah, I could do it, but what I'm thinking is like, hey, if I, you know, what if I use this and I use the overlays, right? And I and I could bring up video because you can upload up to ten minute or five minute video clips. So I could just shoot a bunch of B rolls, right? And then upload them in my computer, make any kind of quick edits I need, and then just like literally do the live stream, uh, and and run those those video clips, um. Oh, well, that, yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I'm, I'm thinking about just because I, I want to create more content, but, uh, and I want to get what's in my mind into the world, but I need to do it in a way that, that doesn't have me sitting behind a computer for hours and hours and hours and hours to, to make, you know, one piece of content that you throw into the pond of, or the black hole of the internet. So using things like StreamYard or, I mean, even OBS, I could do it too, but uh, with StreamYard, I like it because I can get that live feedback. I can take questions and answers, and or you know, take questions and, and give them answers right in the right in the live stream, right in the mix, and then like literally download the video, and it's already I already have it set up, so it'll go right to YouTube. Excuse me, right to YouTube, and then I just change all the stuff. Like, yeah, I, right, doesn't it? I I'm not um, I'm not a, like I like editing videos. There's certain things I will like if I'm doing a vlog, like if I'm if it's the indie pod, you know, when we when we finally host the next indie pod event uh, in person, like I'll be doing another vlog. Like I'll have my my Canon M50 out and we'll be I'll be vlogging and getting testimonials and stuff like that. So all of that is is possible, um, you know, but it 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 just has to be warrant the the time and effort that you're going to put into it. So, hey, Jeremy, how you doing? Good to, good to see you, man. I, I miss you. Uh, I, I hope we'll get to see you uh, real soon, uh, soon-ish. Uh, I'm glad the audio sounds great. I do have a couple fans running around um, above me and one off to the side here because it is kind of warm. I don't have the air on at the moment. And these are like earmuffs. Um, so the SM7B, this is the SM7B, also known as the Thriller mic. Absolutely love it. Uh, he asked, what, uh, what mixer interface are you using? I am not using a mixer. Uh, I'm going straight into a cloud lifter, right into a Focusrite uh, 2i2. So I, I've had a couple different, I've had a 2i4 before, which was nice. Um, but I used the 2i2. I think it's a Gen 2. I think I bought it right before the Gen 3 came out, uh, which is kind of a shame. Uh, oh, you know what? Actually, maybe, oh, you know what? These have the 2i, huh? Maybe I have, maybe I do have the Gen 3. What's the Gen 3 look like? Uh huh. Maybe I don't have a two i two. Maybe I, is there is there a one a one i one or two? Because I don't have two XLR inputs. I just have one XLR input and a and a um quarter inch jack input. So that's a um. Now I'm feeling kind of dumb. It's sitting under. It's in my desk. Oh, okay. It's this. Okay. I have the solo. So I have the Scarlet solo. So I have that um, with this, you know, the XLR plugged right into a cloud lifter that goes right to here. So, you know, as long as it sounds good, right? It's doing the job. I have a mixer under that. I have a Yamaha six channel mixer, um, but I just don't, I, I, you know, I, I just didn't see it feel like I need it. Um, I would plug it in if I, 
um, was going to do like a live interview here, uh, in, you know, in the studio here, like I absolutely would, I would totally do. I would totally get that. Um, glad it sounded, sounding great though. Uh, Carrie asks, what do you edit videos with? This is going to sound super noob, but I will tell you the best tool is the tool that you have, right? If it's the, if, if you're trying to take pictures and you don't have your big old fancy rig, you break out the phone, right? You, it's the best tool that you have on you. So uh, while while I have tried to use Final Cut Pro to be like all oh, the pros and all that stuff, I just it gets too much in the way of what I do, of how I edit, and I'm I'm mostly doing storytelling through the video itself, not like crazy transitions and all that stuff. So for me, I use iMovie. Comes free on the Mac. Absolutely love it. It's simple. The only two things that I change about iMovie, I mean, I, I love. Uh, you know, this is a, this is a MacBook air. Um, and it, and it, you know, it takes a while to export, but I don't, I don't really care because like I can get things done on my windows desktop here. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So, uh, what was I saying? So like I, and I have a copy, you know, I, I have access to Adobe premiere pro and, and all that, but uh, you know, it's a lot of times I just don't feel like I need it. And, and I can edit so much faster on the trackpad and iMovie. The only two, oh, the only two things I edit is, uh, I edit some, I edit shortcuts. So iMovie doesn't by default have shortcuts, but there's a way to add keyboard shortcuts. So the ones I do is like command and tilde is my cut button and command and one is my delete button. So I can like just literally sit there and just boop, 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 do all my cuts do and delete things, bring it all together and, and make it happen. So like, that's, that's what I edit videos. And she says, I both love and hate that answer. Um, I I'll tell you, I also do use, um, I have Adobe, um, premiere elements 14, uh, it's great in a pinch cause I have a pretty powerful 12 core desktop here. So it's great in a pinch to just like, Hey, I need, to, I need this to, I need to edit this really quick. I don't want to have to transfer it to my Mac and all that stuff. Cause I only really use my Mac as a laptop. Like when I'm not at my desk, this is what I'm using. Cause they, in my opinion, they make the best laptops. Like I, I, I like OS, uh, Mac OS. I don't love it. Uh, I don't love windows either particularly, but it does a lot of things that I need it to do. Um, I wish if I could get iMovie on Windows, then it might be game over. But the fact of the matter is, is no no Windows desktop, no Windows laptop has a trackpad as good as the MacBook. I can do leaps and bounds amounts of work, get on a trackpad on that trackpad with that keyboard, and 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 you know it's it's a lock, like it's done without even without even really trying hard. Um, so I you know I absolutely with the exception of just the, adding those two shortcut keys for delete and cut. That's that, uh, that's the two, the two things. So yeah, uh, Ryan's using the two, I two third gen Kara's using loves the two, I two. Yeah. I, I had a two, I four. I forget why I got a two, I four. Like the, it was the first gen. It was, you know, six years ago. Uh, I think it was what was available at like Best Buy at the time. Um, and I actually ended up using it cause I was outputting to my speakers as well as my headphones and I needed that extra two outputs. Um, I forget what I was using them for at the time. Uh, so Jeremy says I use that and I use that one and I'm deciding, uh, to pick, uh, pick up that or the PR 40. So I'm guessing you're saying the, uh, you use the Scarlet, uh, the Scarlet solo or the Scarlet two, I, you know, you, oh, the two, I two third gen. And, uh, yeah, I like the re here's the reason. I, the reason I got this mic specifically was when we had our daughter four years ago. I was like, 
I'm using a Yeti. I love it. A lot of people beat up on it. It's la it's bright. Even when you turn the gain all the way down, it's still very bright. Picks up everything. I was like, I don't really want crying in the background of my show. Coincidentally, that's also when I stopped editing my show back in 2016 because I was like, I don't have time for this anymore. Like, I, I just can't. I just can't do it. It's just not going to be a thing. So, switched to this mic to try to drown out some of that sound, and it's been a it's been a great. Uh, great thing. Thank you so much for uh, for watching, Kamari. I appreciate you jump, jumping in here and asking uh, questions. And you are so welcome. Please feel free to come back any any Friday and ask your any well any day really and ask your ask your questions. Uh, Jeremy says Premiere Pro is super CPU heavy. Uh, I have an i7 3.1 gigahertz. It still lags sometimes. Uh, I'm gonna guess. Let me see which 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 uh, i i7 3.1 gigahertz which generation okay so that's a third generation chip uh looks like yeah so that's a third generation intel chip so um which is a good chip for you know for all you know intents and purposes one thing i would say if you're going to continue to edit video there jeremy i would look at getting um because adobe premiere pro just recently updated their nvenc uh codec uh encoder so what i would do I don't know what graphics card you're running, but if you get an NVIDIA graphics card, uh, and you could get something probably as low as like a like a 1050 uh, or a six, like 1650 might be too too expensive. But if you get like a a 1050 Ti, I would do like I would do a little more research on this. But like for like 150 bucks, you should be able to encode a ridiculous amount faster. Type it type it into YouTube, um, and you'll you'll find like Adobe Premiere. Uh, let's see, Adobe Premiere uh, Pro NVIDIA NVENC. Yeah, export export faster in Adobe Premiere Pro with NVENC encoder three weeks ago, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. This like just happened like within the last month. They just add this faster encoding. So um, the, I think the file size comes out a little bit more. Um, then then you're then then if you just do it with your processor but i mean if it's it, the i remember watching i forget whose video i watched but one of these people's what videos i watched and uh i was like blown away it's like it's like not even close and it, and 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 i gotta say it's about darn time because they've had this encoding for a long time and it just like oh you have this powerful graphics card it didn't make any bit of difference how fast your graphics card was versus like once you got to like a GTX 1050, like a base, like a, like a baseline card, like a, it's a, you know, middle tier, like big time seller. Like I said, it's like 150 bucks. Um, it, it didn't really make any difference. If you went to the most expensive card, that was a thousand dollars made like zero difference in your export. It made like seconds, it, you know, in difference now that they have this new encoder in there, bam, that that's the, like, Bam, that stuff is going to light up your your workflow and and export so much. I mean, he's he's saying two hundred times, two hundred percent faster. I mean, that's that's huge. So like that could take your processor that's now seven generations old and give it all new life because that's a great process. It is a great processor. Sandy Bridge was a great uh, Sandy Bridge and Ivy Bridge were great processors. Absolutely awesome. I think that's actually I I think that's Ivy Bridge third third generation is Ivy. Um, I think. Uh, anyway, point being is, is if you, uh, you, you know, you want to give that car, that, that processor new life, get yourself an NVIDIA card and, uh, and do that. Um, and Jerry says, I'm a bigger tech nerd than you 
thought I was, Joe. Yeah, apparently, apparently Jeremy, I, lo- I love it. I love, love, love hearing that. Uh, you know, let your nerd flag fly. Carrie says, have to be careful because Adobe doesn't like all NVIDIA cards. True. Uh, I haven't done, uh, I don't know which ones it's actually compatible with, but the 1050, I would think, it, you know, it might not be the fastest card you could buy. Uh, let me see. NVENC compatible cards. Uh, get support. Uh, Adobe Premiere gets support for uh, blah, 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 blah. Where are we at here? So yeah, so here's so, so here a basic four code transcoding using an uh, RTX 2060, which is still like a 300 some dollar card. It takes four minutes and 45 seconds, as opposed to 11 minutes and 43 seconds if you just use the uh, the processor alone. And that's a 9750H, which is a laptop processor, uh, which is great. Uh, that's 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 pretty awesome. Um, but as far as which cards are supported cuts the video faster it's up to five times faster exporting than uh maybe it, i don't know if it's only if it's only it shouldn't be rtx only because the cuda car cuda cores are the same that's been on all the cards like doesn't matter what generation you're well I think up to a certain, I forget which generation they started in, but um, it is not, I'm not seeing, let's try searching Adobe Premiere and Vank compa- compatible cards. I just want like a list. Show me a list. Can I get a list? Everybody loves lists, right? Who, lo- who doesn't love lists? <coughs> Uh, it was interesting. It was really only the Core i5-7600K system that didn't see a significant performance. Advantages over Quick Sync are also similar to blah blah blah. Hmm. So, uh, looks like depending on what processor you have, it's possible that you might not get any real export preset so i'm guessing this is frames per second right yeah frames per second so yeah i, I could kind of see where it's like okay quick sync is still pretty fast but unless you're talking about like a newer car because this is a gtx 1070 so i so i apologize gtx 1050 will probably not get you there um because that's that's a slow that's a much slower card than the 1070 and 1070 is still a great card but like Quick sync is still pretty quick, but now once you start looking at like the newer hardware software versus, oh, that's right. I guess because some of the, yeah, some of these processors don't even have quick sync built into them, um, which is on the processor itself. Like that's like a, a encoding technology uh, that comes with the, with any of the pro- Intel processors that have like onboard graphics. Um, let's see. Uh, or is it, what that what they is that what they fix i'm not i'm not sure um but it you know like it looks like in a lot of cases 
I mean, this is a little bit faster. Like if you had a 7600K, which is still four generations newer than what you have at the moment, Jeremy, uh, it, it could be it could be faster. So potentially could be faster um, than than what you have. And I'm not sure how a Core i5 7600 stacks up to your processor. If I had to guess, they're probably not too much. They're probably not too much of a difference. So it, it probably is kind of comparable. Um, if I had to guess, I'm not 100% sure though. Off the top, like, without looking at some stats. But yeah, so that's a that's a uh, you know that's an opportunity to do it. Now, with that said, the, the other reason I do like iMovie is is it does export faster uh, overall. Though I I can't say that if that's the case now with this new update. And I'm curious if it would actually be any faster for my workflow because uh, when I edit videos in Adobe Premiere Pro, I am. Uh, I have a, again, I have a 12 core, 24 thread, uh, Ryzen three processor. So like I already have a ton of processing power to throw at it. I don't know if, if it would actually be faster for me, but I could, you know, if you have a laptop and you have like an Nvidia graphics card built into it, it absolutely could wind up being faster, uh, for you. So I, I didn't know that we'd be going down that road. Uh, how how cool is how cool is that? We talk start talking about video, and then we talk about editing. That's that's kind of how it goes to figure it out Friday. And and I just want to keep it, you know, open and and not and not be afraid to uh, to scroll through and find and find out the answers. Help you hashtag figure it out on Friday. Uh, what you what you can do, what you're using, how you could do use it better. Go through all of the steps. In case you're wondering what my YouTube recommendations look like, this is what it looks like. Uh, this is this. I will probably just watch this video right here from Linus Tech Tips. Anyway, um, yeah. So if anybody else has any questions, like feel free to drop them in the chat. Uh, otherwise, I do uh, have an announcement. I haven't emailed anybody about this yet. Uh, but we, uh, ha we are officially going to be postponing, uh, the indie pod conference in September of this year. So this is the first time I'm announcing it. Cause I literally just got, I got to sign the contract for next year, uh, which is going to be, uh, September 9th to the 11th, 2021. Get that on your calendar. So you don't miss if you're watching right now, I appreciate it. Uh, thoughts on the Rogan deal. I think it's short-sighted. Um, is it so very Jeremy short-sighted for him or short-sighted for Spotify? Because I mean, if they're, you know, I don't, I don't know if I don't, I, I, I don't know all the ins and outs of the deal. Um, how, how long is the Rogan deal for him? Okay. So if you think it's short-sighted for him, um, You know, once you get past $5 million, you can make a lot of money. <laughs> you can make a lot of money, like a lot, 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 lot faster. Um, so, you know, doing from five to 10, to, like, and, and once you're talking about that, so I, let's see, how long is his deal for YouTube is, is massive for him and he'll lose that. Yeah. But the thing is, is YouTube also decides who, who, who gets to stay and who gets to go. They are the gatekeepers, right? And nothing's promised. If they knocked him off tomorrow or they just changed the algorithm and he starts getting less and less views, all of a sudden he starts, you know, less and less traction all of a sudden, like his, nothing's guaranteed. 
So um, it's going to be a distribution problem. Um, yeah, I, and Spotify will probably have to rise to that occasion. Now, it makes me wonder, because I know Spotify is supposed to be doing a video-based uh, outlet, right? And that's one of the reasons they wanted to bring Joe Rogan, because like, not only is he in the podcasting, he's also in the video space. So are they going to be trying to create their own like video on-demand service that maybe starts to dabble into rivaling YouTube over the next like three five to five years, two to three or five years? I don't know. Um, I personally am not a uh, subscri uh, subscriber to Spotify. I, I use Amazon Music, um, and, and I am very happy with Amazon Music for the most part. Uh, let's see, I've heard uh, he was concerned about YouTube censorship, so that's part of it. And he probably was, right? Like I said, like if YouTube decides differently, like they decide like, hey, we don't like what's going on here or the tides change, all of a sudden he's looking on the outside with no contract to YouTube. Now, if YouTube had stepped up and said, hey, we want to put your stuff on YouTube red, here's a check that you know look money talks right so like if you can get that money get get that money he worked really hard to make that you know to build that uh let's see we spot you spotify way too much to listen to the frozen soundtrack <laughs> yeah yeah uh we 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 are listening to every time we watch a new movie that we're listening to the soundtrack for days and days and watching the movie a hundred times over until the next movie night that we do uh at our house which is like usually about once a week so Ava can get into watching more and more new movies and old movies that she's never experienced before. Um, that's what movie nights are for at our house. Uh, Carrie says he only needs to take a portion of his audience to be successful enough. Yeah, you're right. He, he does. Um, now, and here's the thing, right? So I, how long uh, Rogan deal length, how long is the contract for? Um, Okay, thanks, New York Times. I don't understand how they could be the first, like, they're the first result, but then if you don't subscribe to them, then you don't get, like, no thank you. <laughs> like, I, I, Google, like, yeah, they never cease to, to amaze me. Um, so is it is it like a 10-year deal or something? Like, is he getting like 10 million a year? Um, is, my, is my question because... Let's see. Let's see. Um, 10 million plus redefines podcasting strategy. I don't think, see, I don't, I don't agree <laughs> with that at all because the whole point of podcasting is to get people behind you and bring them along. And then the more people you have and the more niche they are, the more it's worth to advertisers who want to be a part of it. And, and that advertiser might be you. You might be the one creating those courses and those things, but like, that doesn't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, you know, you should be, you know, and now with, I mean, video has been a thing for a long time, but now with live streaming, it's so much easier to do it. This is so much easier for me to do this and have a live audience where I can bounce questions off of and, and give answers and give thoughts right on demand. Like to me, this is so much more powerful than sitting in a room, just talking back and forth. And even if I'm just ignoring the questions, ignoring the chat and bringing it in at a certain point during a show that uh, to me, that's still so much more powerful. And it's so like, look, as a DJ, like, look, you can see my DJ equipment's like right over here behind me. Um, as a DJ, when I'm DJing live, like I love getting crowd feedback, crowd reaction. I love being able to bounce ideas and playing and tinkering and all that stuff and, and trying different songs and different sounds 
to get people moving. So for me, like having the opportunity to uh, bring, you know, bring people along with me for that journey and, and and it's just awesome. So like I'm not seeing off the how long it is, but like if you say um let's see Spotify spent approximately 600 million on podcast related acquisitions in the po- in the past 18 months including its buy of Anchor FM, Gimlet and Paracast. So I, I would all I would argue that like if Gimlet Media got 195 million dollars and he got 100 million on his own, what does that say? like what does that say about the state of podcasting and Anchor? Ah, I definitely think they overpaid for Anchor. <laughs> like, I mean, you're you're just bringing one person on, um, and again, it doesn't it doesn't state whether or not. It doesn't state how long that contract's for, so I, I I don't know. So I would have to I would have to say that he's probably got to be getting like ten million a year, and for ten years, maybe maybe more, right? If it's eight years, so like in eight years you're gonna have all this money, and it's like it's not even gonna matter what he does. <laughs> like he could just sign another contract at that point. I don't I don't think that it's I I don't I don't I don't think it's short sighted for him. I I don't because once you have that money, like you can do anything you want, <laughs> just like it. It, you know, you're going to hold out and wait for somebody else to be to spend stupid money up front, guaranteed for you to produce what you love doing. Uh, I mean, I, if, you know, I, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's absolutely, I think it's absolutely incredible. One part, like, you know, and obviously he's not one person. He has a team of people that he's working with to produce all of this content, produce the video. He's not sit, probably, probably not sitting there editing all that content, and putting those, you know, clips together and uploading them and, and all that. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, uh, I, I don't think it's short-sighted. I think, I think a hundred million dollars is, it's going to go a long way. <laughs> it's going to go an all awfully long way, especially with the way, uh, he probably lives his life, which is probably not very, you know, over the top extravagant. So yeah, so that's that's what I think of that. Um, and thank you for asking that, Jeremy. I I, I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate as, you know asking the question. And um, yeah, so I I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up and get out of here because uh, it's really nice outside. I think I need to go mow the lawn. And I have a uh, te- uh, testing or tech test in like 15 minutes with the people who are speaking at this week's conference. Uh, this week's conference which is happening tomorrow, 9 a.m. to, I think, 5 p.m.? I, uh, um, I don't know. I should pull it up <laughs> so I can answer. So I can give you the right, yeah, till 5 p.m. So from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, we will be here in the IndiePod group on uh, IndiePodcasters.com slash virtual with, uh, with the play button right there for you to be able to watch. If you want to watch from there instead of Facebook, it's up to you. No big deal. Send it to somebody you love that wants to get started with podcasting because this is the Podcasting for Beginners Conference, and we want all of those people because, to me, podcasters are leaders in their communities, and I can't stress that enough uh, that I I hope that through all of these these crazy times that's known as 2020 uh, that you are are showing up for your audience as much as possible uh, and as and as well for your family as well Uh, yep that's 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 how I think about it and I could go on a whole 
long list of things but you could go back to uh, the first episode of the indie pod daily show where i talked about it uh where we talked about lead you know lead i want i want you as a podcaster to see yourself as a leader and lead that's that's what i want you to be doing um the only other thing is, is like i said i i am uh we have we have pushed the date uh for icon uh six officially to 2021 uh september 9th to the 11th i'll be updating the website probably in the next day or so be making more announcements about it as we get through uh tomorrow at during the virtual conference uh, I look forward to seeing you all there. And tomorrow's uh, episode uh, will be when, why you need to be wearing headphones during your recordings. That is for Scholarship Saturday, which is all about newbie podcasting tips and tricks and all those things. Come and bring your questions. I'll be here talking about headphones and why you, why I'm wearing them right now because it definitely sounds. Way, I just actually prefer the sound of having them all them on and hearing my voice directly back into my ears all right everybody have a great night and i uh will see you all tomorrow morning 9 a.m eastern daylight time have a wonderful night